0: Like, it's reverse psychology. This vibe that men are doing women a favor by marrying them. Marriage is a net gain for men at the expense of women. And they have conned us into fangirling for them, hoping to be picked, hoping to be engaged, to be married to them. When it is all reverse psychology, because being married to us is what they want in the first place. Because being married to us gives them all these benefits that their unmarried peers don't get. Okay, can you wake up? It's reverse psychology. So whenever you participate in this ball and chain narrative, you laugh at these jokes that men's lives end whenever they get married, you participate in the collective scamming of women. You participate in making men feel like they're the prize. Men do not gatekeep relationships and marriages. Women do. You're really gonna tell me that the man on his knees proposing to a woman asking her to marry him, you're really gonna tell me that he's the one gatekeeping marriage? He's the one, like, offering up a ring tell me that that man is the one gatekeeping marriage no it's the woman saying yes or no that's gatekeeping marriage hey bestie welcome to the spoiled girly support group podcast where we talk about how to get that bag while also securing your own bag I'm your host, Elle, and let's get into it. On today's episode, we are talking about how women gatekeep relationships, not men. And how we have been scammed to believe otherwise, to serve the needs of malicious, below bare middle effort men who want us dependent on their attention and validation. When it is men who gain so much from relationships, from marriage, at the expense of women. And the moment we wake up to how we are the true gatekeepers of all men's desires, we end our own exploitation. But before we get into it, I need you to hit the like, subscribe, and the notification bell so you never miss a spoiled girly episode. With that being said, let's get into it.
1: I promise to smack at every chance I get. That's all I got. Is
0: that it? Yeah. Come on, Are you sure?
1: I didn't write nothing down. That's what you're
0: going out with? That's what I'm going with.
1: cool. We've made it this long.
0: This is just so sad. Let's get into the comments.
2: I'm sure she planned the whole wedding from the tablecloth to his damn suit, and he couldn't say a few words to express his love for her.
0: Exactly! Like, if you look at this video, you look at the archway, everyone's outfits, like, the decorations, her dress, like, even this disrespectful man is in a good suit. Like, what? Like, you know people who are self-aware? and are mature. I mean, even children are better behaved than this man. Like you're gonna look around and adjust your behavior to your surroundings. Like, so this was a very well thought out event. Like you could see all the effort and money and time and resources that went into this. And for sure, this man was not at all involved in the planning of any of this. Because if he was, he wouldn't be acting this way. Because he would know everything that went into this event and for him to ruin that event like that. The one day that this woman wanted to feel special. The one day that she wanted to be celebrated. The one day that she has been looking forward to for a long, long time. She wanted this one day to feel special. To feel loved to be celebrated. And he does this. He's bringing this type of energy. We are not excusing this behavior anymore. Like he's not just joking. This is really who he is. He meant every single word that came out of his mouth. Like this is him. And a lot of us girlies, you're kind hearted. You expect the best out of people, but no more excuses, okay? We need to stop infantilizing men. They are grown men and it's insulting to them and their manhood that you're infantilizing them oh
2: he's just joking he doesn't know any better that's his type of humor like that's how we joke
0: and i think the reason why a lot of women like to make excuses for their male partners is because of the shame associated with being partners with a man like that so i think from now on we need to make a pact with ourselves and with each other, that whenever a man is displaying gross, disgusting, disrespectful behavior, we're not gonna attribute that to the woman that they're with. It's not embarrassing for the woman anymore, okay? It's embarrassing for him. You're not embarrassing by being with him, but he's embarrassing. And it's okay to admit that he's embarrassing and it's not a shade on you. Because the moment we start doing that, we take the shame factor away from being associated with these type of men. Women will actually start attributing the shameful, disgusting, disrespectful behavior to the men alone. When you remove the association between you and this man, like his actions reflect on you, because why are we blaming women for the actions of men okay you should have chosen better okay yeah we're gonna start choosing better okay so i really think that's what's keeping women from attributing disgusting disrespectful male behavior to the men themselves okay oh he's just joking he has a jacked sense of humor that's what he has okay he's just joking yeah if that's the type of jokes that he's gonna make especially on an event like a wedding Okay, his jokes are lame. We are simply not excusing this type of behavior anymore. We're gonna look at it and move accordingly. And by moving accordingly, I mean run. Okay, run. Like, she's a runner, she's a track star. Like that type of vibe, okay? And one of the more painful realizations that happens when you start looking at male behavior as intentional, like they did that, they chose to do that. And that's painful because He could have chosen to act a different way. He could have chosen to respect you. He could have chosen to not disrespect you in front of your dear friends and family at a very expensive event that you prepared for and paid for. So he could have chosen not to hurt you, but he chose to hurt you. And looking at the guy's face, he was enjoying hurting her and embarrassing her. And I know, like I said, a lot of the kind-hearted girlies, you expect to see the best out of people oh maybe when we get married it'll get better
2: maybe now that he's a married man he will act accordingly
0: it gets worse okay it gets worse the more a malicious man feels that you have no other options the more a malicious man feels that you are so in love with him you'll never leave this assumption that you will never leave him He will actually do everything to make you want to leave him. And when you don't, he derives so much pleasure from it. He really feels like he's the prize. So can we not? Like we're no longer keeping the peace. We're no longer smiling through the hurt. Okay, I don't wanna see that anymore. Normalize leaving men at the altar. Normalize leaving mid-date. Like he said something out of pocket and offensive. You get up from the table and you walk away. Okay, normalize disappearing mid-sentence like women should not feel compelled to stay and put up with the disrespectful behavior put up with the embarrassment why women's presence in men's lives is now conditional okay conditional men are not entitled to women even though they act like it they are not in this specific scenario normalize leaving men at the altar okay be a runaway bride it's better to waste a wedding then go through with the wedding, put up with your miserable married life, and then also pay for a divorce, okay? You're paying triple. You paid for the wedding, you pay throughout the marriage with your mental health, and then you pay for the divorce. Okay, so do not give into the sunk cost fallacy that, well, we're already here, might as well go through with it. No, because this marriage is most likely not gonna work out in your favor, you are actually incurring the opportunity cost of either being happy being single or being happy in another relationship, another marriage. So do not give into the sunk cost fallacy. Okay, if you give into the sunk cost fallacy with something that is most likely not going to work out, you are actually incurring the opportunity cost of being in another situation where it would have worked out. Okay. And more importantly, marriage is a big deal. Okay. Marriage is very important. Marriage is semi permanent Like that's on your permanent record. Like if you get married to a loser, that's on permanent record somewhere. Do not give him the honor. Okay. It is an honor to marry you. So don't just give it away to a disrespectful man who doesn't care for you. Next comment. I become a runaway bride like immediately. Like I said, we need to normalize leaving men at the altar. We need to normalize removing all forms of access to us like that. Okay, if they say something weird, they say something that you don't vibe with, leave. Block mid-conversation, stand up from the table, walk to your car, go home mid-date, okay? I'm kind of torn on this standing on business kind of trend online. And if you don't know what that is, standing on business is basically like drawing boundaries right then and there and telling people how they did you wrong and the consequences of them doing you wrong. I'm so torn on that because I kind of like the concept, but it also rubs me the wrong way because women still feel like it is still up to them to teach men the right way to treat a woman so that the next woman will be treated well. That's kind of messed up because they already did you wrong, but you're still trying to do them a favor. But ultimately you're doing another woman a favor, you know, like if a man is not consistent with his communication he offers you low effort dates you text him that like I am not impressed with the lack of communication like inviting a woman out on a last minute date is no way a man should act and for those reasons I'm out like the amount of emotional labor that that takes on women but a lot of women do that like I said to save the next woman from this man's below bare mineral low effort behavior and it just shows just how much women still look out for each other at the expense of themselves but at the end of the day we're still doing all this emotional labor for men and we feel compelled to because we feel like it's our jobs because the men aren't doing it themselves like what is that about so that's why I have some my beef with a standing on business thing like I love standing on business when it comes to like real business like career business friends and family sure like I love standing on business and it's actually improved my life greatly but when it comes to like dating I don't know so let me know what you think in the comments I really feel a certain type of way about women telling men step by step how they did them wrong and still helping the men who did them wrong like I'm sorry if you do me wrong Like, bye. I'm not gonna help you, okay? Your personal character development is not on me. That's on you and your parents, okay? Like, modifying their behavior and telling them step by step, that is not our task. But tell me if I'm wrong. Maybe I'm too tough. But it's never really affected me negatively in real life. Because, like I said, I am surrounded by good men. I really feel like if you curate your experience to have good men in it, you create this abundance mindset that there are plenty of good men and I don't need to teach a bad man to be a good man. So yeah, maybe that's why, maybe that's why I don't vibe with the standing on business activities when it comes to teaching men how to be not bad men because there's already plenty of good men. Like why do we have to rehab these men into being good men? Like that's their problem. Like if women avoided them as a whole, maybe they'll start self-reflecting. But they probably won't, and they'll just attack women as a strategy to access them. Oh, I love being a woman. No, I do. I really do. I do love being a woman. not saying that sarcastically, but it's just certain topics, you know? Back to the topic.
2: I would probably cry. He didn't care enough for her to write vows.
0: This is why. I don't ever suggest you date a nonchalant guy. Like, the best man is a golden retriever man. It really is. And I'm black cat energy. I really am. But I can be golden retrievery for the right person. And I am golden retrievery for the people around me, not unrelated men, like friends and family, like that type of stuff, like acts of service, gift giving, like. I'm your girl. I used to be golden retrievery towards men but then I realized that it wasn't getting me what I want. It was getting me guys who were in their black cat energy because in dating like your values may align but a lot of the times opposites attract and when you have a certain energy you attract the opposite of that and the moment I started being in my black cat energy which is like I want to be the receiver of things. I'm just gonna observe you do you, you do things for me, you give me things and I started attracting the right type of people into my life not just men like friends, family, career, business opportunities. And it also has a lot to do with how you market and position yourself. Like I marketed myself as a person who has a lot to give in a sense that I'm just living my best life and I had a cool life that people wanted to partake in. I had a cool energy that people wanted to partake in and they're just like, "Okay, I vibe with that. Let's go." I also positioned myself in a place where what I want from people is normal. I wanted cool girlfriends who do cool things. So, I'm going to be in a place where a lot of the women do cool things and so same with dating you know so it's all like a perfect storm I guess you want to create a perfect storm for yourself but where were we okay black cat energy you want to be with a man who has golden retriever energy like I don't care like even if you are a golden retriever energy person yourself you still need another golden retriever person because as a woman you are more vulnerable, you have more to give and more to lose so you need someone who is very eager to please you, okay? and when you date a nonchalant black cat energy type of guy this is what you get like no vow is better than what he said as a vow like... like I just... I don't... I don't understand this is also why you need to be okay with being high maintenance and being called high maintenance because you are repelling this type of man if you accepted that you're high maintenance and you communicate that with your words, your actions, your standards and your boundaries, this would turn you off from the very beginning because he didn't just walk into this wedding ceremony acting like this out of nowhere. It's always been like this. He has been disrespecting her. He has been putting in the lowest of low efforts. He has been disregarding her desires. He has been embarrassing her in front of other people. Like this is not new. Like the bride was not at all surprised that he was acting this way. And once again, she is smiling through the hurt so i really need you to be okay with being high maintenance and being called high maintenance because being high maintenance is drawing your boundaries and the people who are so upset by you having boundaries are the people who have been or want to take advantage of you for having no boundaries so it's going to feel weird people are going to be mean to you at first if you have not been embodying your high maintenance before but trust me, you are optimizing the people around you. Anyone who is turned off by you being high maintenance are the very people who want to take advantage of you for being low maintenance. And a lot of women shy away from being high maintenance because they mistake it as simply being expensive but it's not just that. It's making sure that people respect your time so they're not late to whenever you have a meeting. It's letting people know that they cannot talk to you a certain way. It's letting people know whenever they dip below your standards. That's what being high maintenance is. It's not just being expensive. And there's also different kinds of high maintenance. Like I saw these videos of women saying like, oh, I'm not Birkin high maintenance. I'm farmland high maintenance. Like she wants the cows, she wants the chickens and the coop has to be like a certain way like women can be high maintenance in their own ways okay so there's no one archetype of what a high maintenance woman is but it's when you draw your standards and boundaries and when people cross them you either check them or leave them and it's being expressive of when you're unhappy it's not smiling through the hurt okay it's letting people know that they have disappointed you like this is not acceptable that's what being high maintenance is Okay? So don't feel like just because you don't have a lot of money right now, you cannot be high maintenance. Like, who are you to be high maintenance? The people who want to say that, they're the ones who want to take advantage of you for being low maintenance. Okay? I have never met a happy low maintenance woman because by default, women give, give, give. By default, people take from women. People take from the source. That's why we're the source. People take from us by default. So if you do not have the high maintenance vibe, if you do not have the standards and boundaries, you will be drained. And that's why low-maintenance women always get the short end of the stick. That's why it is necessary for you to be high-maintenance, okay? I know I keep going around in circles, but I feel like you need to hear it over and over and over again, okay? Watching you. Next comment. I didn't write nothing
2: out, aka I put no effort into the most important day in our relationship thus far.
0: I know not a lot of the girlies have high pattern recognition, so let me fill you in. Men disrespecting you and making you suffer within a relationship, within a marriage, it doesn't come out of nowhere. Men are not that good at hiding it. People are not that good at hiding it maybe it's because i'm a scorpio okay i can see into people's souls like i can tell what your motives are by two seconds of looking at you so maybe it's a talent so let me fill you in okay because i know i know not all of us were given this gift and also before the no nuance nelly say that this is victim blaming it is not victim blaming Okay, bad people are so good at hiding their intentions. So I totally get it. This is only to arm you with the information. Because, like I said, not everyone can be a Scorpio, not everyone can see into people's souls. I get it okay so let me fill you in let's participate in some discreet information sharing these below bare middle effort men who make you suffer they didn't all of a sudden start disrespecting you out of nowhere okay they start with little hints they start with little actions trying to test you and see how far they can go and we've already covered this in another class is that men love to push boundaries until they can no longer push them. So they will always be testing your boundaries and it is up to you to enforce your boundaries, okay? These below bare middle effort men who disrespect their future wives at the altar, they didn't all of a sudden just start doing that. Okay, they weren't all nice and treating the women well and then do a switch up right at the altar. They have been doing that. They have been disrespecting the women. They've been making jokes at their expense for years. They've been forgetting anniversaries, birthdays, special occasions for years. They've been getting things wrong to avoid having to do them at all for years. They've been disregarding their feelings. For years, these things just don't all of a sudden happen. This disrespectful behavior doesn't come out of nowhere, okay? It's been there. He's been showing you who he is for years. And these things that you maybe have picked up on, you hope that they're gonna change, they don't change, okay? In fact, once you get married, they get worse. And let's get into this. This narrative that it is the women who are asking, begging to be married. And the ball and chain vibe jokes that men make whenever they talk about getting married. This vibe that men lose their freedom whenever they get married and they're actually doing the women a favor by marrying them. You know what all that is? It's reverse psychology. These malicious below bare middle effort men, they make us believe that they don't want marriage and they are doing women a favor by marrying them. They make us believe that men lose so much in marriage and I'm only marrying you because I love you. I'm the prize and I'm picking you. That's what they have led women to believe all these years. They make it out that men have so much to lose in marriage when the opposite is true. Men make more money, lead longer, healthier, and happier lives when married compared to their unmarried counterparts. At the expense of women who lead unhappier and shorter lives whenever married compared to their unmarried counterparts. Like it's reverse psychology, this vibe that men are doing women a favor by marrying them. Marriage is a net gain for men at the expense of women. And they have conned us into fangirling for them, hoping to be picked, hoping to be engaged, to be married to them. When it is all reverse psychology, because being married to us is what they want in the first place. Because being married to us gives them all these benefits that their unmarried peers don't get. Okay, can you wake up? It's reverse psychology. So whenever you participate in this ball and chain narrative, you laugh at these jokes that men's lives end whenever they get married, you participate in the collective scamming of women. You participate in making men feel like they're the prize. Men do not gatekeep relationships and marriages. Women do. You're really going to tell me that the man on his knees proposing to a woman asking her to marry him. You're really gonna tell me that he's the one gatekeeping marriage? He's the one like offering up a ring, marry me. You're really gonna tell me that that man is the one gatekeeping marriage? No, it's the woman saying yes or no that's gatekeeping marriage and I get that being proposed to is such a great feeling but can we create some suspense make this man feel like you're gonna say no like even just 10% no okay because a lot of these men feel entitled that once they pop out a ring you're automatically gonna say yes and that's why they drag it on for years and years relationships with no ring nothing at all if you want a ring okay because I know a lot of the girlies have these situations where they don't want one so obviously this only applies if you want one okay no one nelly and if you want one it is perfectly valid if you don't want one it's valid okay but as long as you want one okay let's say that you want one and you're dropping hints that you want to get married you send him your christmas list you send him a bag but the model has a big fat ring on you send him a mug that you like but once again the model has a big fat ring on like oh when, when will he get the hint that
2: i want a ring for christmas
0: whenever you make him feel like you're waiting around for a ring and the moment he proposes you will say yes automatically 100 create some suspense okay and this is not to be toxic okay obviously before you get engaged, before you get, you know, do anything, you're going to be talking about these things. But don't make him feel like everything is hinging on him for this to work for you. Like, you know, you're going to get married. Maybe it's not to him, but you're going to get married. You know, you're going to have children. Maybe it's not with him, but you're going to have children. Okay. Like that's the vibe. Stop making them feel like they're the prize because they're not. And this is not toxic advice. Okay. Because If it was toxic, it would lead to a lot of women being unhappy, but it's not. You are the prize. You gatekeep relationships. You gatekeep marriage, okay? Start acting like that. Because whenever you outsource the gatekeeping to men, you know what happens? When you forget that you're the gatekeeper of relationships of marriage, you offer them everything behind the gate in the hopes that these men who you think are gatekeeping relationships and marriages will open the gates for you. When you have been the gatekeeper this whole time, okay? It's reverse psychology and we need to start acting like we are once again the gatekeepers of everything. We are the gatekeepers of all men's desires. I'm telling you that now. We're the gatekeepers of female companionship, our bodies, our wombs our time, we are the gatekeepers of all of that. And because they have convinced us that we are not the gatekeepers that, oh, women gatekeep SEX, but men gatekeep relationships. Ah, No, men gatekeep nothing. Y'all gatekeep nothing. Women gatekeep everything. And they say that, oh, men gatekeep relationships so that women would offer men everything behind the gate that they were supposed to gatekeep, okay? And this is not slut shaming. This is not victim blaming. I'm just letting you know what it is so that you would start moving accordingly, okay? At the end of the day, the person you are hurting is you, okay? And I feel so passionate about this because I was that girl. I was the picnicia of the not like other girl society, okay? I know how much it hurts to see other women get treated so well, thinking that you don't deserve that because you're not getting it. But at the end of the day, it has nothing to do with what you deserve or what you're worth. It all has to do with your outcome. So once you start removing the deserve, the worthy from your language and just start moving accordingly, you actually get what you want, okay? So we're done with victimizing ourselves. We are done getting mad instead of getting paid. We are done getting sad instead of getting paid. Okay? We're done. We're just gonna get what we want. I'm counting on you. I need you to step into your power and see that you are the gatekeeper of all that is good. You gatekeep everything men want. And the men who have nothing to give you, the malicious below bare middle effort men who want to take advantage of you, don't want you to know that. Because the moment you step into your power, you cut all access, you close the gates, they wither without your presence. They wither without everything that you're gatekeeping. Okay? Everyone else is waking up, okay? And you need to catch up. Okay, one more video, just to drive this point. You're screwed. (laughs) (laughs) Only two things are required to keep me happy. Keep my belly full and my balls empty. (laughs) Well, you're amazing at half of it, we really need to get you some cooking lessons. (laughs) Even when my belly isn't full, there is no one I could ever love more in this lifetime, unless I actually get a chance to meet Margot Robbie. Since the beginning, I was always told life gets even better when the kids fall asleep and you tell me to come to the bedroom. <laughs> Nothing's better than the sound of gagging and headboard slamming. Michael. P.S. Since you're so good at making decisions like Mary and me, you can choose whether tonight's going to end with being a toaster, strudel, or a twinkie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm... Um, Being that I am his mom, I will deal with him later. He is grounded, (laughs) by all means. I'm so tired of this narrative that whenever we point out the behavior of women in these situations it's automatically victim blaming but seeing as how this is a women's channel and we only talk to women seeing as how we are pedestrians in a car world just trying to survive seeing as how we have so much to give and so much to lose I think it's only proper that we also look at our own behavior and how we interact with the world around us and how we perpetuate what we tolerate and I always want to be kind to the women in these situations because the way we tolerate certain behaviors of the people around us, it has to do what we think is normal. And for a lot of women who are in these situations, maybe for her this is normal. Maybe for her, this is actually good behavior relative to what she has seen so far, okay? Maybe all her friends and family members have such a relationship. Maybe all the women around her tolerate this type of behavior. So I don't want to be mean to the women in these situations, but can we just point out that this is not normal? And I want all the girlies to see that this is not normal. This is disgusting behavior, okay? So once we reset the wiring up there and raise the bar for what is good, normal behavior from a man, maybe a lot of the girls wake up. And I want you to know that you perpetuate what you tolerate. It means that if you do not want to perpetuate something, you don't tolerate it. If you don't want to see the type of behavior, you don't have to change the behavior of the person. You have to change the person itself, okay? You don't need to change a man, but you can change the man, okay? Replace him, okay? You have a lot to give, but you also have a lot to lose. And everyone knows that. And everyone's working overtime, so you don't know that, okay? But I'm letting you know. That's the truth. So if someone isn't acting right, not treating you well, disrespecting you in private, and in public embarrassing you, replace him. You are the scarce resource. You will never run out of options. I am telling you that now. As a woman, you will not run out of options. Even more so as a kind-hearted, spoiled girly living in her light, you will never be alone, okay? So I'm tired of seeing these videos of these women smiling through the hurt, through the embarrassment, through the disrespect. No more smiling. No more putting up with the disrespect. We are walking away mid-sentence. We are walking away mid-conversation. We are walking away mid- wedding ceremony we are walking away mid-Christmas party like I don't care we are walking away the moment you get disrespected I give you full permission to stare at the person and walk away Okay? You owe no one an explanation whenever they hurt you. You don't need to give them a step-by-step of how they hurt you and an improvement plan of how they can improve so that they don't treat another woman wrong. Start walking away, start blocking people, and start disappearing. Okay? You are the source. And watch what happens to people when you cut them off from the source. I really hate to say this, but whenever a woman leaves a man's life, his world crumbles until he gets another woman. Into his life. Like it is so true. And I have seen this firsthand. Whenever I enter someone's life, their life drastically improves. They make more money, they're happier, they have a more alive social life. And when I leave, okay. So we all know this to be true. So why are we not waking up to that? Why are we not owning it? Okay? You are the source. You can cut people off from the source and they will never be the same. Okay? Up until they find another woman who is also the source. Okay? So telling you. You're the source. It is an honor to talk to you. It is an honor to be in your presence. It is an honor to be seen with you. It is an honor to be in a relationship with you. It is an honor to marry you. Don't ever forget that. So I don't want to end this on a negative note. So. So well, let me show you some examples of good male behavior, really sweet, really wholesome wedding vows. Okay,
1: enjoy. It would be cute for me to learn a few words in Korean to sprinkle into my speech. But I looked at the Korean alphabet and I realized it wasn't going to be the easy task that I had hoped. So please forgive me um, for how much I will butcher this. So uh, he 제가 정형을 표하기 위해서 한국어 수업을 몰래 들고 이제 두려워 한국어를 할수 있게 되었습니다. 처음에 소희 씨와 연애를 시작했을 때, 소희 씨가 한국 문화에서는 외국인을 사귀는 것을 안 좋게 볼수 있다고 말해주었습니다. 그래서 여러분들을 만나기 전에 저를 받아들일 수 있지 않으실까봐 정말 무서웠습니다. 그러나 제가 들렸습니다. 여러분은 저를 따뜻한 마음으로 맞아주셨습니다. 여러분 덕분에 저희가 지금 여기까지 올수 있었습니다. Cholu Selun Kajokwi Ilo Nuro Maja Jushuso Kamsa Hago, Pyeongseng, Gu Nuguboda, Sohilo, Sarang Hago, Agyojo Goso,
0: that is so cute and I want to end with this okay I need you to know that you are the prize you are the source you are creation you gatekeep all of men's desires and you're gonna to need to start acting like it that's all I have for you today I just wanted to let you know that you have so much inherent worth and value in a world that is hell-bent on devaluing you now get that bag bestie